welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, a.k.a. MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to break down our top 10 best hip-hop instrumental albums of 2018. Yes, that's right. Instrumentals are albums, and we're going to break them down to you shortly. Also, in our sports segment, we're going to talk about NBA. Will Anthony Davis join the Lakers? And also the NFL. We're going to shout out the Chicago Bears for winning the division for the first time in eight seasons. We also will break down jerk chicken spots and we'll be giving out some new awards along with our ever so coveted Essence of Otis Award and You Played Yourself Award. So sit back, relax, have a seat. Whether you're driving, turn the volume up. Whether you're in the crib, do the same thing. Pop some popcorn, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Good morning, good morning. Yo, we live, baby, we live. Yeah, back in effect, man, back in effect. I'm re- I'm recording live from the lovely uh, Pullman McDonald's on 115th in Champlain, man. Oh, I my, nice. I got my apple pie, I got my I got my uh, my hash browns, I got my coffee, man, I'm, I'm good to go. Oh, that's what's up, that's what's up. I actually already had breakfast at this joint called Frank's. I'm actually in the West Loop right now. Uh... Nice little, nice little old school mobster looking breakfast place. Uh, we got to do a show <laughs> on breakfast spots too, man. That's gonna be the next. Yeah, man. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. I think that'd be a great next. Oh yeah, because I got plenty of them, man. I got plenty. I'm a big breakfast guy, man. So I'm down for that. Um, Same here, man. My wife. And when my wife is, 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 is knows I'm like dealing with a lot of stress or whatever, she'll she'll make me breakfast for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did that at the assembly one time. Oh man! <laughs> hey, we didn't have enough money to go get something to eat after the assembly, so we like, man, shoot, let's just make breakfast. You know, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> Threw some pancakes on the skillet. Threw them flapjacks on the skillet. You know, some eggs, bacon. You know, man, I'm with it, man. I'm with it. Hey, that's what's up. But you know what? Two weeks ago, uh, actually, not two weeks ago, two episodes ago. I said I was going to be recording live from a surprise place. And that surprise place today is none other than Whole Foods, baby. I am live in the West uh, Loop in Whole Foods, baby. Man. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. Are you are you at the Whole Foods on, on Kingery? No, I'm at the Whole Foods over here on Halstead right off Washington. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right off watch. For work, man. For work, they used to like have meetings at the Whole Foods on Kingery sometimes, man. They used to make a job up there. And I hated it, man. I hated it. <laughs> they had y'all clapping and after somebody makes a good point, everybody claps. It was was it one of those yeah. type of meetings? I hate those yeah, meetings. And then, and then one time then one time they was like, Oh, go downstairs, get yourself something to eat. We we treating. Man, I couldn't find nothing I like, man. I'm like, hey, what is <laughs> They have Panera bread sandwiches. Dude, not even that. Like Panera Bread would have been a step up, dude. Like what they it give was, you? It, 
it was just weird stuff, man. It's like, you don't really know what you're buying, so you just buy what looks the most normal. Like, I think I bought, like, one of them, like, like power bar-looking candy bars or something. Oh, no, nah, man. No, nah, man. It, it, was like, it was like eating bark, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's terrible, dude. I don't wish that on my own worst enemy. Man, man. See, so you're going you to act, act Rodney. So you're telling me after the show, you're going to get your groceries? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't going to get that. I actually hate Whole Foods, man. Honestly, I like, I like I'm, I'm a big Mariano's guy, man. Me too. Me too. I just wanted to find a place that was closed and, and, and quiet, man. Because, you know, I felt like the last few podcasts where I've been on the CTA, man, it's kind of messing up our reception. Anchor, anchor, anchor trying to cancel us. They trying to throw little stuff in there to mess up right. our show. So you know, hey Rodney, hey Rodney, I knew, I knew, I knew exactly where you was, man, from, from minute to minute, man, because that that announcer was announcing every stop. <laughs> Everybody know where I was at, man. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't got robbed by now. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, hey, real quick, go ahead, real quick. go ahead. What's your shout out? Hey, real quick, I want to send a shout out to all those brothers out there who go on vacation and then they invite a third of the congregation with them to go on vacation with them. <laughs> and then don't nobody be at the meeting or out in field service. I think I know who you're talking about, but go ahead. <laughs> expound, please. Expound. Man, stop doing that, man. Stop doing that. We we need our people, man. We need butts and seats. We need, we need men on the doors. Right. Eat people out in field service. We need our we need our group overseers, man. You can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying people don't deserve a vacation, man. Everybody deserves a vacation, man. But don't take a third of the congregation with you. <laughs> Ain't nobody around to do nothing, man. Like they all y'all all on the same boat. Y'all got the young y'all 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 got the young people giving the dresses from God Park. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. You got Ethan. You got Ethan up there. <laughs> no, no, he on the boat too. He on the boat. Too. Oh, he on the boat too. Oh man, it took the kids too. Nah, he on the boat. Too, oh man, man dude, hey, man, y'all gonna have to have the sisters give get the spiritual we, gems we, part. We we got we got a dude doing the spiritual gems that wanted to step down two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> he stepped down and then stepped back up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, I, I, I wish I. You know what? That's the one thing I missed about the South Side, man, is all the, the, the just the savageness that goes on in those congregations, man. I mean, I wish I could come up with a better shout out than that, but I can't find nothing on that one. <laughs> hey, I got plenty more. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep hey, audience, y'all know what to do. Keep, stay tuned. Keep keep following us. Keep listening to the shows, man. You're going to get all these shout outs, man. I ain't got no spiritual shout outs today. Uh, honestly, but uh, shouts out to the wife, man. I, I, you know, the wife had listened to cash. She approved of it. She thought it was pretty good. So, uh, shouts out to Danita, man. She's at work right now. So, I had to shout out cash today. Fellow Chaz alumni, uh, like myself as well. Uh, big time. She told us some stories too. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, your, boy, your boy Zach Harris told me some stories about Danita, man. The, the, the uh, slap downs that she put on a couple of people that was acting out of order. <laughs> but but represented right. Yeah, hey, she rep- Yeah, I mean, she gave. She's, she's from Gage Park, man. So you know, yeah. Don't don't be fooled by the quietness, and the shyness. She's got some Gage Park. Hey, her, her, her maiden name is Taylor, so I used to always call them Taylor Maid. So, <laughs> so that that's 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 
that's the deal with that. But uh, had to shout out the wife, man. She liked the show, so she liked what we doing. She enjoyed our hospitality rant. She was crying. <laughs> she was crying, laughing at you, bro. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Cap was getting at me about that. They was like, man, you was talking kind of spicy about that hospitality. I said, hey, man, sometimes a little spice is needed. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, somebody else uh, said we went hard, but he thought it was funny. So. I don't know. Hey, he, he, he was uh, even one of our female listeners. She applauded the episode, and I know the reason why she applauded the episode. So, because she was feeling that hospitality rant, because they go through it too. So, <laughs> hey man, y'all stop doing that out there. Hey, if you get mad, that means y'all out there doing it. So that's all I gotta say. <laughs> don't be mad. But uh, we about to get into the show, man. Uh, it's it's fitting that I'm here at Whole Foods because. I, there was no other place I wanted to do this top 10 list than Whole Foods. Word. Our top 10 hip-hop instrumental albums list of 2018. For those that don't know this about me and Ian, we are huge hip-hop instrumental enthusiasts. Like, how long, how long, Ian? Man, dude, I probably bought my first beat tape in 99. Man, that's for me. I, I bought my first B tape in two thousand one. You know, it was um, you know, I mean, it, it was just something new at that time. It was, and yeah. I never forget. It was a moment. Um, it was um, memo from the moment he did a B tape called Second Inspiration. Okay, grimy bangers on it, man. I'm like, you know, this is dope. You know, I'm kind of feeling this just beat thing. You know? Yeah, and it hadn't really blown up as a genre just yet. There's some stuff that but you know, we, we all go through that back and forth, man. Rap is whack now. Ain't nobody out there got no skills, man. Like, yeah, I think I think we weren't the only ones saying that, and, and eventually this, this that just opened up the market for like instrumental hip hop albums, and you know, people people like to hear good beats, man. People like to hear good. Though. Especially when you got people over, man, and, and you don't feel like really going through. Oh, I shouldn't play this song because it's got this lyric, or I don't want nobody to get stumbled over this. And man, just put on a nice little hip hop instrumental in the background. People like, man, what's this? You see cats taking out their phones and, and trying to shazam it, and you know, I, I think it, it it makes for a good, you know, especially when you got the homies over, you know, just to relax and chill out, drink a couple of beers, and you know, just and not nod your head. What'd you say? I said, and not stumble nobody. Exactly, and not stumble nobody. And you know what it makes up for? Like, you know how you, you know, you in the crowd, you, you, you in, not in the crowd, but you in the gathering and everybody talking, and then you got them uh, pause moments after everybody laughing at the joke or whatever, everybody get quiet. But that beat is still kicking, man, and people still, uh, man, what's this? You know, and people asking questions. It, it gets people asking questions, man, and, and that's what I like about it. Yep, yep. Put them on some good music. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, get right into it. Who want to go first? You want me to go first, or you want to go first? Hey, man, it's your show, man. It's up to you. All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm going to go first. Um, I'm gonna kick in some. I'm, I'm gonna kick off some honorable mentions before I get into my top ten. Uh, first off, I got actually six honorable mentions because it was so many good hip hop instrumentals out this year. <laughs> and this was a hard list for me to put together. Here, here we go. Rodney about to Rodney about to r- rattle off twenty five albums. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite. Some in there. Yeah, dang. <laughs> yeah. 
Now I ain't gonna do y'all like the, the, the soul session, man. That's the soul, you know, I, I got a I got a heart. That's that's my heart that's my heart in Neo Soul. So uh, well not Neo Soul, but soul I like to call it. But uh with my honorable mention for hip hop instrumentals, I know I said this was gonna make my top ten, but it just didn't quite make it. Eric Lau, examples two. Good album. I really took a like got a chance to really listen to it and I'm like, ah, it's not good enough to get to the top ten because all the men ones in my top ten, I just felt like it wasn't stronger than those. Here's a late plug. This just dropped last night. I don't know if you checked it out yet. I have Knife not. Wonder Zion Three. I have not. I, I I'll give my review later. But there's one beat on there that literally made me lose my square on the train, dude. To the point where this to this Caucasian lady was looking at me like I had issues. <laughs> 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 What's up with this guy right here? He, he, he's going, he always losing his mind. Yeah, he's losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I put on Taylor Swift for him, and he doesn't do nothing. But he plays Night Wonder, and everyone loses their mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I'll get my review on that later. But it's, it's dope so far. It's dope. I ain't gonna say it's better than Zion Two, which I think is the strongest one out of the three projects. But it is what it is. Well, you know, I'm not finished so it is, so it might change. Ezra the Collect Ezra Collective, Juan Pablo, I recommended this album maybe a few seasons ago. Um, that's a dope one. There's another artist named Coastal. He's got a it's, it's not really an album, it's an EP, but uh, it's called Wave Boy. It's pretty good. And then Guru Guru, have you ever heard of Guru Griff? No. Dude, check that one out. You'll like that one, yeah. Straight boom bap all the way through. It's called Let It Go. It's a pretty decent track. But that's all I got as far as my honorable mention. So I got more, but I ain't gonna share those on the show. <laughs> but I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get into my top ten. I'm gonna start from ten and I'm gonna go all the way up to one. Uh number ten, one, two. Nasferatu. Okay. I don't know if you I know you up on one too. Yeah. The spelling of it, his name is W-U-N two. Uh I actually bumped into him like a couple of years ago off the Baker's Dozens projects that were going on. And uh I like the style, man. It's real mellow, but he's got some hard samples, some hard beats. Uh but that one's that one's pretty dope. I'm gonna send you that one. At number nine, I got this cat named Teclon. He's from LA. It's called Allow It. And it's it's got a he's kinda everywhere. It's 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 a really good album. He's kinda everywhere with it. He's got a few trap beats that he threw in there, but they were actually pretty good. And he's got a lot of like straight hip hop beat. He he he's he's kinda everywhere, but it's 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 not like it's it's crazy. Every beat blends with with each beat. And it's, and it's pretty good. Um here's another at number eight, I got Suff Daddy. A new Baker's Dozen. I'm seeing you and Jamil that one. Man. Stuff, I'm already up on stuff, Daddy. I got all the stuff. Bro, that Baker's Dozen project is monster. Monster. I've been listening to it the last two weeks. His, that was actually one of his weaker projects. I'm just saying as far as this year, like that that's dropped. I, I, oh. I kind of backtracked and listened to his other stuff. And I can tell it was a lot more polished than the, 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 the Baker's Dozen. But just off comparison to everything I listened to this year, 
I, he cracked the top ten at number eight. Uh, at number seven, Kiefer, Happy Sad. Very dope album. If you haven't listened to it, it's pretty good. Um, Abstract Orchestra made number six, The Mad Villain, Volume 2. Volume 1, actually. Volume 2 is not out yet. Uh, it's an orchestrated, for those who don't know, uh, it's an orchestrated version of the classic Mad Villain album, Mad Lib and MF Doom. Still one of my favorite albums of all time. I'm a sucker for anything Mad Villain. So it just just because of that, it cracked my top 10 at number six. So here's my top five. Obliv, Retrospective, dope album, is at number five. At number four, I got E. Jones, Deadstock Volume 2. At number three, I got Cooking Soul, Polo Beats. At number two, I got Eloquent, the Baker's Dozen Project. I think it was, honestly, I think that Eloquent Project is the best Baker's Dozen album in that, in, in, in all the projects that they've done with that, with all the producers. I think Eloquent dropped the best one. Um, that one dropped earlier this year, still heavy in my rotation. And then at number one, and, th- and this not even, this album is not only going to crack on the top hip hop. And I, I, I dub it hip hop because it's some it's it's some dope tracks on here, but it's not really in the hip hop category. And it's actually gonna make my other list for you know top albums of the year. And it's Prog Ben, Con Toto El Mundo. You've been plugging that album all year, man. Bro, bro, that album is amazing, man. I, I still can't stop listening to it. Still heavy in my rotation. I haven't. I, I just think it's a dope. I think they're a dope band and and just. This is what I've been listening to the most. So out of all of these, that's my top ten. All right, man. Good list. Good list, man. I'm 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 gonna blow through mine real quick, man. Great list, man. You actually got a couple, a couple of mine on there. Um, at the um, I got only one honorable mention. Okay. I'm sorry, I ain't, I ain't got seven eight honorable mentions. Uh, like it's, yeah. tough, but <laughs> it's cool. I got one we- mention. Um, Afro. Um, Pro Fizzle Beats Volume Two. Uh, he's this rapper from Hawaii, uh, real dope spitter, but apparently he, he makes beats on the side, and he released a series of instrumental EPs this year. Uh, it was like a three-part series, but Valiant was So he's in my uh, honorable mention. Then at number 10, I have Abstract Orchestra. Mad Villain, Volume 1, right? Yeah, Volume 1. Yeah, I, I was... I was really impressed by that project I, man i just wish it was longer man i wish they that's covered, the that's what i was mad about i wish they had covered some more songs man because they only covered like what five six songs that's it that's it i think they they split it up and i think that's why it's volume one maybe they're gonna do the rest of it next year okay okay all right at number nine um this this producer named brock berrigan i don't know if you ever heard of him he's got his whole discography, man. Check it out. He's got an album called The Narrow. Okay. This year, he's a he's a producer that walks around with a, with a chicken mask, on, like a <laughs> like mask. It's just a chicken head, you know. It's like similar to that DJ that walk around with a marshmallow on his head. I forgot yeah. the dude's name. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, but he he's a chicken head, and he always has a he always has a cigarette. In his oh, that's dope. That's yeah, that's dope. And a suit, and a full suit. And um, then number eight, this kind of unknown producer named EOJ, aka Mad Kid, 
he's got a deep tape out called Roughneck 92. Dude, just front to back, dirty, grimy, dusty, boom, bad language. Um, okay. I can I only found it, <clears throat> or you can only find it on Bandcamp. Um, check him out. Um, okay. At number seven, Alpha Centura. This producer just came out of nowhere. Um, and I really like the album, his album cover, so I just checked it out. It's called Supercharger Volume 2. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, it's like woo, straight Wu-Tang inspired, like all the way down to the punk and the um, Oh, that's what's up. Dope, dope stuff. Alpha Center Ride, Supercharger 2. And number six, I got Pippin' Soul. Um, Soul Beat. Okay. Soul Beat dropped early this year. Um, yeah, I heard that project. That's that's really good. I was debating between that and Polo Beats. I, I just love Polo Beats. At number five, I have Cooking Soul Polo Beats. Okay, um, makes sense. They kind of interchangeable between five and six. Some days I'm in a Polo Beats mood. Other days I'm in a Soul Beats mood. Um, but both of those are dope projects. Number four, I have Oblive uh, Retrospective. Um, Dang, you got that pretty high. I really, I dug it, man. I dug it. Um, uh, Oblivion, man, it's like he dropped when he first dropped with, with Rugged Tranquility. Man, that album was so dope, front to back. Yeah, it was. Like, he's released numerous projects since then, just kind of trying to recapture that magic that he captured on Rugged Tranquility. And he hasn't really come close, but I felt he's come the closest with Retro I agree. I agree 100%. It's definitely his most consistent project since Rugged Tranquility, but Rugged Tranquility is just. At number three, I have Dancehall Joe. Okay. Uh, name of the album is Low. He's a weird. He's one of those weird producers. He's in the same vein of like that. We have a Um, I've been bumping Dancehall Joe for about four years now. He's got some other projects out there that are. Um, but he's dope. He's dope. <clears throat> At number two, uh, I have Falman, the Snake. Oh, I heard about you talk. I think you told me about that when I forgot to listen to it. Yeah, he's from Detroit. He's got his dude. The samples he uses are incredible. He uses like old soul and Motown samples, but the drums he uses are just so smacking, dude. It's it's like it's just exactly what you want from from your instrumental man. It's got that soul overlay, but then it's got that 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 hardcore boom bap. Background to it with a smooth, soulful overlay, man. He's got another project out called Soul Movement that's better. But if you get a chance to check out Falmouth, so again at number one, I have East Zone. Wow, you got that at number one. I, I got that at number one. That was the most impressive instrumental project I heard this year. Wow. And and volume, volume uh, one ain't bad either. Volume 1 ain't bad either. I went back and actually listened to Volume 1, and that was pretty good. Yep, so there you have it. Man, E. Jones, they the number one. I, you know what? I was fighting with E. Jones. The only problem that I had with E. Jones, it was so long, but Retrospective was just as long as well. But, man, I, I can't argue with that, dude. Yeah, man, he, he's really impressed me. He's really impressed me. Yeah, most definitely. I think you know, with that project, you know, uh, Cooking Soul, th- those, you know, for me, it was eloquent. And the reason why I put eloquent so high was because 
and I'm a, I'm a huge gamer. I used to be a huge gamer back in the day. He used a lot of video game samples from old Genesis games that I was like, oh my goodness, how did he how did he manage to do this? How did how did he manage to put this together? And it was like it was just like that's what blew me away. It was di- it was something different, something I you know you hear people use video game samples, but it's always Mario Brothers. It's always you know stuff you heard before Zelda and you know all these Nintendo tracks. But this man used Sega Genesis track like games and was making beats out of them. And I was like, oh nice. I mean, I like that he categorized it and just stuck to a, a certain platform and carried it through the album. So, but yeah, that that E Jones the samples the <laughs> the 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 little uh, interludes in between some of the samples were amazing. Like it, that, E. Jones is dope. Yeah, yeah, yep. Like I said, best best instrumental project I heard all year. Yeah, big time. Can't argue with that. So that that's it. If you haven't heard any of these albums, man, get on the bandwagon. Don't, don't wait until you know everybody and their mama listening to instrumentals. Do it now. You know why me and Ian trying to tell y'all listeners. I need to get up on these albums. Uh, Greg, I'm talking to you too. If you listen <laughs> to the podcast, his middle albums are not overrated. For the for for the last time, I'm stamping it. You heard it here first. Hey, shout out, shout out to Greg, man. Hurry up and send me that 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 sound card and that splitter so I don't have to mess with Anchor no more. Exactly, man. Exactly. I'm tired of Anchor, man. They trying to fire us, dog. Help us out. <laughs> <laughs> Help us out, man. And we'll see you in vibes and stuff. So uh, up next, we're going to get into our sports segment. But before that, we're going to go on a little commercial break. Are you sick of shopping at stores that never represent your culture? Can't quite find what you really need at a retail store? Well, now we found the answer. Come on out to the grand opening of the exclusive urban warehouse, Yalmart. Yalmart carries everything you'll need for your everyday struggle. From multicolored do-rags to extra, extra sweet tea, we've got it all at Yalmart. Carrying some of the best name brands in town at the lowest prices, we've got what you need. Two-way pagers, throwback jerseys, bootleg DVDs, spinners, Chinese chicken wings with extra Sony PlayStation, air fried chicken, Air Force One, car stereo, Billy Blood cigars, and mouth cigars. At Yalmart, we specialize in everything you need for your minority needs. Stop by and holler at us today, player. Yalmart. Yalmart, located 2413 Martin Luther King Drive in the middle of the ghetto next to the Black University. Come see us today. All right, we back. All right, all right. So I had a couple of sports topics earlier in the week. Um, I had a crazy week, so I couldn't get the show going uh, earlier in the week, but I'm kind of glad we waited because some good NBA stories kind of developed over time that were better than anything that the Bulls are doing right now. So I don't even want to, I removed the Bulls from this segment. I don't want to talk about them. I don't feel like getting a headache. I I just want to talk about relevant NBA topics. And the one that stood out to me the most is the Anthony Davis to the Lakers story that's starting to develop uh, during the trade deadline, before the trade deadline. We talked about this in previous podcasts. And I'm going to let you take the floor because you was the one that came out and said it. Yeah, man. I, I got to queue up. I got to queue up Big Hair Rico. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that. No. Nah, I don't like that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've been said the fix was in uh, with Anthony Davis. I said, I said back in the 
I don't know if it was the summer time still, but like it was definitely warm outside. I remember saying Anthony Davis will be a Laker before the end of the season. And what what frustrates me so much isn't that you're trying to get Anthony Davis. I mean, yeah, he's he's arguably a top five player, hands down. Who wouldn't? But who are you going to trade to get back to the team? That's yeah. Right. This is this is going to lead to one of those what I call over and take it deals, man. What GM? Okay, you're the GM of the Pelicans. Who on the if you have Anthony Davis on your team, who on the Lakers outside of Lance or LeBron James <laughs> are you willing are you willing to trade your franchise player? Tell me who. Don't give me no Brandon Ingram. Don't. Nope. I, and I get it, Cal Cooper's boy is young and fresh and has a lot of promise and all of that. But, like, come on, man. Anthony Davis, for, for, for somebody outside of LeBron, Grand Stevenson, you're going, you're going to take that. The fix is in. The fix is in. This is what people make people say. This is like, this is like, who would, who would, who would, who would, who would, who would make a deal like this? The, the, the Lakers... They're kings of this. They've been doing this for years. They 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 but, give but up a bag of chips for. I mean, they give up a bag of chips for a, a full course meal, man. Every time. But but my point is that it takes two to tango. Like like who? Why? why I it, it just boggles the mind. Like who are you, are you really telling me you're going to trade Anthony Davis for Brandon Ingram? And what was the other name they were going around? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was another name. I, I can't remember. But whoever they are, they're not even that memorable that, that we or that impactful that we we can even remember their name. And like, what a second round pick? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're just never trying to make the playoffs. Exactly. It's like, come on, man. The fix is in. Like, I'm starting to think this stuff is rigged. Like for certain, not so much for certain players, but for certain franchises. This also, I mean, Anthony Davis is. I, I, I honestly, a part of me wants this to happen because, yeah, and, and this because of my LeBron James. Everybody knows that listens to this show. I'm a LeBron James hater. I've been a LeBron James hater for a long time. Anthony Davis coming to the Lakers is going to shut up any conversation about LeBron being a goat. I'm sorry, that's it. If he goes to the Lakers, you can no longer can no Lakers no not Lakers fans. LeBron fans can no longer come out and say that LeBron James is the GOAT of anything because Anthony Davis is still in his prime and at this point you put Anthony Davis on the Lakers they are going to the, to the finals they have a chance of going to the finals I don't say they're going to the finals they have a ch- better chance of going to the finals with Anthony Davis than they do right now and it's funny how all of these talks are coming it, it, it kills me when the Lakers were, was on their little winning streak Oh, LeBron is making the team better. He's this, he's that, and this, that, and other. Then they lose two in a row. They like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the dunk? Did you see the dunk over the weekend? Yeah, I was saying, man. You, you know, I watch all last season the highlights. Dude, that dunk was that was the dunk of the year. Dude, yeah, yeah, might have been, man. He jumped from almost jumped from the free throw line on that one. Yeah, yeah, my, I think it was, man. <laughs> But yeah, before, man. But going ahead. back to what you were saying, unless you're talking about trading Davis for LeBron James, the Pelicans don't need to be in trading talks with nobody. No, they don't. 
or, or you're talking about trading Anthony Davis for, for Kevin Durant or somebody. You know what I mean? Like a like a, just a franchise player. Like that's what Anthony Davis is. It's like, no man, don't don't do that deal. Don't do that deal. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Um, and and it's funny how every time they they go on a losing streak, now you hear all the resurrection of talk about. Oh, who should the Lakers get? Who should they get to add to their team? And this, that, and the other. But when they go on a winning streak, oh, LeBron's the GOAT. He's this. He's that. He don't need any help. He's making these young guys better. It's like, what y'all want to do? What, what, what do you guys want to do? Can y'all make a decision? Are y'all satisfied with the team that you guys have now? Or do y'all, or are we going to continue to look around the league and see who can be on the LeBron James free safes? It's, it's, it's stupid, you know? It's stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what they're going to do. They, I mean, they're going to do both, really. They're going to do both. When, 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 um, yeah, when they go on a losing streak, what's wrong with the Lakers? It's like they have the garbage. That, like, we've been knowing what's wrong with the Lakers. Like, we knew that before yeah. the season started. Like, well, who can we get to add? You know, and then they'll 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 work some, they'll finagle some, you know, some mystery deal. Where it's like, man, how they pull that off? Like the Tyson Chandler move. Yeah. You know, the Tyler, the Tyson Chandler acquisition. It's like, man, the Sixers, damn man, the Sixers. Yeah. But mark my words, Anthony Davis will be a Laker this time next year. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. And then Anthony Davis came out and pretty much brushed off the comment that. LeBron James made about you know oh it, it would be great if if um, Anthony Davis was on our team. It's like if I'm playing Stevenson and I'm sitting there and I'm listening to LeBron say this, I'm, I'm gonna be feeling some kind of way, man. Right? Because whoever if, if if AD does come, he's gonna have to play third fiddle. To, uh, exactly. Exactly. Like like I'm looking at LeBron like I'm rolling up my sleeves. Like what you mean? Like, right. <laughs> you want to talk? Like, we want to have a players players only meeting. Like, what's what's going on? You know, like, like you don't hear you don't not hear Lance Stevenson on social media or making comments and about what's going on with trade talks and listening to ESPN and nothing like that. This man suits up and plays night in and night out with no complaints, dude. And, and LeBron James has a problem with that. That's been my problem with him his whole career. He loves the attention. He loves the spotlight being on him. Yeah, he'll, he'll sit out. He'll sit out for such a game. He'll, he'll sit out whole games because he's angry about the team. Right. Well, oh yeah, he did that. Y'all, so y'all figure it out. So y'all get it together. Like, yeah. Who does that? Yeah, sitting out the fourth quarter because they getting blown out. He he he, he can't he can't bring them back in the game. It's, it's stupid, man. It's stupid. But but LeBron James, don't you ever fight the. <laughs> Uh, see you, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, we'll get back to the NBA uh, in a moment, but uh, going to attack the NFL for just real briefly. I just want to say big shout out to the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I know y'all would think we was going to go through this whole show without congratulating the Chicago Bears for finally winning the division after what eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally went in the division after eight years, put a beat down on Aaron Rodgers. I was, I was, man, I mean, Mac sacking Aaron Rodgers backwards. Like, never seen a play like that before. This defense is for real. Uh, they're they're going to have to win out in order to get that two seed uh, if they have a chance. But, dude, the Bears, the sky's the limit for them this year, man. 
Yeah, they look legit, man. They look legit. Um, congratulations to them. Um, I didn't know if you know if they was going to do it. You know, hey, we you had them eight, I had them nine, and they won ten. So, right, right. So, congrats to them, man. They 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 jailed a lot quicker than I thought they would. Yep, yep. And and all the again, I'm 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 gonna continue to put this out there. All these people continuing to question Mitchell Trubisky. Relax. He'll be all right. He's not Rex Grossman, guys. Relax. He's not Jay Cutler. <laughs> he's got a he's got a good coach grooming him. I mean, he's doing this and he really doesn't know the playbook that well yet. And he's actually playing pretty well. People already talking about he could possibly make the Pro Bowl. So that that that's saying a lot for a guy that's only been in the offense for one year and only has been in the league for two years and didn't play that much college football. So, you know, big ups to Trubisky for, 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 you know, going out there and gutting it out. Even, you know, he had a bad game a week before, but he shook off the haters and, and went out and, and had a solid game. So, uh, it, but you know what? You know what I'm starting to get a little bit? It was starting to creep up a little bit is all this I don't know if you've been hearing about all this backlash that Aaron Rodgers has been getting from all these former Green Bay players um no no I have not so Leroy Butler who used to be play for the Lakers I mean not the Lakers the Packers uh back in the early to late 2000s came out and said that um Aaron Rodgers got outplayed by Mitchell Trubisky was to say about your star player and I'm like what <laughs> like <laughs> no oh so now is Aaron Rodgers fault why they're losing the man is on an island in Green Bay right now the man has no weapons their defense suck like they're in the same they're in a position that the Bears have been in for the last eight years so I, I hate you it. know and I hate it when former players do that like, yeah Greg Jennings I remember he came out and was dissing Aaron Rodgers after he left the Packers. It's pointless. You know, it just looks like sour grapes, man. Like That's man, all it is. Just shut up, man. Especially if you used to play with the dude, man. It's like, okay, what's this about? Why, you didn't have the, gut, you didn't have the guts to talk to him. Right. The guy loses one game. The guy loses one game, and uh, I'm sorry, man, I'm getting text messages coming in. Cats is asking me, do we still meet at the hall at 9 30 for service? Like, yes. Yes. Like, how does that <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Like, why would that change, man? I made like five announcements, man. Until further notice, we still meet at the hall at 124 for field service. Like, no one else came out. No one else came out. Like, right, right. What do need to do? Yeah. <laughs> And it's only it's, it's only ten minutes after nine thirty, so it's like people might show up late, man. Just just sit and wait for another five minutes. Right. Somebody might pull up. Right. But you want me to? Oh, I'm with the group right now. Let me tell them to go over there. Like, <laughs> shout out! Shout out! Shout out to all! Shout out to, the, <laughs> shout out to those brothers. They always ask for service overseer instead of the territory servant for territory. <laughs> or the or or the they 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 ask the service overseer for for literature at the meeting oh when the literature servant is standing right behind them. Oh my god! 
We got a kiosk oh now. Goodness. You don't even got to do that. Exactly. Y'all do got the kiosk because y'all got the newer hall. You got the newer features. You be asking me for workbooks. Man, talk to y'all with the group <laughs> over there about the workbook. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, get back. Let's, let's get back before we get off track, man. Uh, I done forgot my thought, man. It, it, don't worry about it, man. We it was just a throw-in uh, topic about Aaron Rodgers getting dissed by his by former players, man. They ain't got the guts to do it in his face, but but yeah, we we, we ain't gonna elaborate on that. We are gonna go into this next topic. I really wanted to talk about this before we go into our uh, next segment. So Eric Reed is getting attacked again by the league, man. And we talked about Eric Reed. He had that confrontation with Malcolm Jennings, J- not Jennings Jenkins, earlier. Uh, over the Colin Kaepernick stuff. And now Reed has made the news again for uh, he's accusing the NFL of giving him too many random drug testings. Um, here's w- what he said. He, he's taken seven drug tests. All was uh, all but one was uh, mandatory since signing with Carolina in September of uh, September 27th. He was fined three times for illegal hits, totaling nearly 50,000 and ejected once. Now, one of those illegal hits I did see, and I didn't think it was a legal hit, but that's whatever. That's, it is what it is. The six-year safety believes it all stems from his pending collision case against the NFL that alleges owners conspired to keep him out of the league for kneeling alongside former San Francisco 49er teammate Colin Kaepernick during the national anthem protest. Reed also says that he's not buying that the league doesn't have any control over random testing like they claim they do. They don't. So what's your thoughts on that, man? Um, this is all news to me. Um, as you know, I don't really follow or keep up with the NFL that much. Um, but you're talking to a guy. A lot of people out there who don't who don't know me very well know I am a conspiracy theorist. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey man, you talking to a guy who thinks the government put AIDS in chicken nuggets? <laughs> hey man, I used to eat them chicken nuggets. So, so it's totally for me. It's totally within the realm of possibility that the NFL is targeting uh, Eric Reed and giving him a hard time, taking money out of out of out of pocket because of his, you know, because of his lawsuit. Yeah, you know, it's it's. They're hostile parties now. They're, they're, you know, they got antipathy toward each other now because because of this, and, and they gonna they gonna strike at them and get at them any way they know how, man. Like I, I totally, I totally think that is a very real possibility. They said the league average in regards to mandatory or uh, random drug testing is usually six per year. Oh, this man has been tested seven times, and the season hasn't even been. We got two more games left in the season. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> and, and a lot of players don't even get get to four from heard, what I've read. I heard on average, I can't, and I, I, I don't quote me on this because I wasn't sure if it was just NBA or NFL, but I heard on average players really only get tested twice a year. I, 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 I think that's pretty accurate. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, I know in the NFL, they said a few veteran players said, up to six, but I, I but they said even if even that you might get two or three per year at, at, at the most. So yeah, yeah, Reed does have a target on his back, and 
you know, it is unfair, man. He's a he's a pretty aggressive player. Um, Reed has always been known as a hard hitting safety, and and you know has been for years. And, and for, for for the NFL to just test this man randomly all the time, and this man has been in the league six years, he's never complained about it. You know, the six years he's been in the league, and now this year they're just constantly testing. Him. I think it's they they got they got to hit out on that man. They know because he's you know got this lawsuit against the NFL. The NFL, you know, is you know Roger Goodell is probably to me is the, in my opinion, the worst commissioner in sports. He's gonna do whatever it takes to get back at this dude, especially that he's been allowed back in the league. And Colin Kaepernick has not. Yeah, that was so, supposed to happen. That was uh, both. Yeah, they they were trying to sideline both them Negroes. Exactly, exactly. They were trying to make them an example. So, uh, but yeah, going to our next topic. I know I'm in Whole Foods, but um, <laughs> but I'm gonna do a little street work today. <laughs> so, uh, Ian, you just gonna play like a random dude walking down the street. I'm gonna try to witness to you. All right. All right. Can I rap, can I rap we, to myself? Oh yeah, yeah. You can rap <laughs> to yourself. And, and and the reason why we're doing this because we, we miss a lot of topics, but we're not a show that force topics. We just like Jalen and Jacoby. We don't force topics in this show. Yeah, man. Everything ain't worth talking about. So this is how we about, attack it. We ain't gonna talk about the Cowboys for a half an hour. <laughs> Uh, man, screw the Cowboys. They suck. Anyway, so uh, my first... Oh, I, I see somebody coming. All right. We get ready. What's up, man? How's it going? Hey, what up? What up, dog? Hey, hey. I'm, I'm glad to, 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 to get a chance to talk to somebody. I just wanted to ask you a question. Are you interested in the... Uh, I, I just... I, the Pacers had lost two straight games. And I'm here and I'm talking to you because... I want to ask you a question. Do you think or do you believe that there's a Lance Stevenson curse in Indiana? Uh, meaning that once he leaves, the team is cursed? Yes. I do. Can you expound on that? Um, well, I, I predicted it with the Pacers after after the first time he left. Um, and they ended up bringing him back. Then they let him walk away again. Then there was another team. Oh, the Grizzlies. That okay. He walked away from, and after that, they haven't been relevant. So yeah. I, okay. I, I do believe the Lance. Oh, and the the Hornets. Another team Lance Stevenson walked away from. Um, that that are pretty much garbage now. I think what are they? A seven or eight seed right now? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 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 I'll have to look it up. Yeah, that that ain't gonna last if Brooklyn keeps balling. Um, I do. I, I believe it's real, man. I believe it's real. Okay. Okay, right now the Indiana Pacers are ranked uh, fourth. They're twenty and twelve. They lost two in a row to some mysterious no calls that they have been they've been upset about. But I I I, I kind of sort of agree with you. But I want to leave you with you a pamphlet on why we shouldn't believe in curses <laughs> of the Indiana Pacers. Would you be interested in this? Sure, sure. I'll take it. I'll read it. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. Hope you have a good day, sir. All right, peace, nigga. All right. <laughs> All right, man. He was cool, man. All right. Let me see, man. I'm going to go up to this bus stop. I see somebody sitting there. Excuse me, sir. Peace, God. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up? Uh, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. What, what, what's good? 
Do you think that it was fair that Raymond Felton got suspended without pay for the confrontation with the Bulls the other night? Uh, uh, Raymond Felton is still in a check every night anyway, so of course he should not have gotten paid. Next question. Uh, you know what? That's all I got for you. I think he, I just wanted to tell, I'm, I, we're actually out here on the streets telling the whole world why we think that Raymond Felton is still the worst player in the NBA. He's stealing money from the league, man. Don't pay him. Don't pay him for that game, and don't pay him for the rest of the season. <laughs> I agree with you, man. Hey, hey, it's good talking with you. Where you headed? Oh, man, I'm heading up to the mob, God. Oh, you at the mob? Right, hey, man, tell everybody I said, tell Keith and them I said, what's up? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, man. Man, dude, man. All right, bro. Man, everybody cool, bro, man. I'll see, All right. I'll see who else we can get. Oh, man, I, I'm about to get this dude right here. Uh, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I just wanted to ask you a question. You're not about to rob me um, on sneakers, are you? No, 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 no. Sneakers, it's really not my style, man. I'm more of a, you know, cowboy boots type guy. <laughs> you know, dive hat. Cowboy boots, dive hat, man. That's all I am, man. But that's getting besides the point. I just wanted to ask you, uh, do you think that Steve Kerr and Kevin Durant are at odds? Um, No. Um, I don't. I think that the league is praying on Golden State's downfall. Um, and we're going to hear more stories concocted and reported on about supposed friction between players, a player in the post. Well, you know what? Durant just came out and complained that, well, not complained. But I, I guess he's well. He did come out and complain that they're too pass happy in Golden State, and Kerr kind of, you know, dismissed the notion of what Kevin Durant said. He feels like, hey, uh, we don't pass too much. We're playing as a team. I mean, what do you think of that? Um, uh, Kevin Durant kind of shut his mouth um, uh, before somebody shuts it for him. Um, <laughs> Are you gonna shut? I mean, I see you. I see you kind of strapped right now. We just we just out here preaching. All right, hey man, I might shut it up for him. But like, dude, you you came to Golden State. They do. They were a ready-made team. They were a machine that was already oiled and clicking and moving. And you came along, and you you basically rolled them to championship. Um, that's true. Shut shut your mouth about their their system, please. Okay. Hey, we appreciate that. I, real quick, I just want to leave you uh, this pamphlet. It, it, it's called uh, 10,000 Ways to Shoot a Nigga. You <laughs> oh, should be interested. I'm going to read this. I'm gonna read this okay, right thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's got a lot of good techniques in there, man. I, I hope you like it. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like that, dude. Hey, it's cool, All man. Right. All right. On to the next. Let's see who we got. I got my man's right here. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to ask him this question. Sir. Why, hello. Hey, how's it going, man? Chilling. On your way to work? Yeah, something like that. Okay. About to go, well, about to go move this work. That's what I'm about to do. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? You got fireplaces at the crib? Uh, I don't. You don't? Hey, I, I just want to give you some advice real quick. Um, me and my girl, I... I I got a, I got this fireplace. Oh wait, wait, wait! For one of my girls. You talking about the, the, the portable fireplace to hang up? Yeah, the portable fireplace, oh, dog. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. 
I got one of them. It's dope. I got one at I got one that's a that has a Kentucky fried chicken flavor. You interested? Oh man, absolutely. Hey man, Home Depot selling it right now, man. You need to go ahead and go get it. Are you for real right now? Bro, I'm for real, man. Fire, dude. They got the fire. When you light, when you lit it in your house, dude, the whole house gonna smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken, bro. And it's at Home Depot. It's at Home Depot. Oh man, I know someone who work at Home Depot. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get them to sell me one. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Hey, if he if he get arrested, if he get caught, man, let me know. Here's my number right here, man. I got it on this uh, Jehovah's Witness uh, publisher card. Yeah, I know. It's got my hours on there and everything, man. I'm dropping triple doubles. Hey, man. I appreciate the, the lookout, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out. All right. Cool. Cool. Man, dude. It's, it's been a productive day in the ministry, man. All right. Got my last one. We're going to get out. Oh, got my man's right here. Hey, what's up, man? What up, dog? Hey, did you hear about that dude? I, I, I see you got some McDonald's in your hand. But did you hear about that dude that uh, tried to pay for his McDonald's using weed? <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear about that. You didn't hear about that, dude? Hey, so he was at a McDonald's, man. He bought, you know, he bought his meal and everything. He got his meal, he ordered it, and um, he pulled out some bags and was like, "Hey, man, I got no money, but I got these bags right here." Hey, hey he had the two for five. <laughs> He had the two for fives, man. He, he had the two for fives. Five with a two for five. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. It, it, man, it got real, dude. Hey, the cops ended up, but it was actually a cop on duty. Ended up catching it and uh, arresting him right on the spot. Wow. Wow. So, it, but, but, dude, if you ever, so I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting everybody know in the streets, man. I know it's a common thing here in Chicago that y'all pay for y'all McDonald's with weed. Just be careful, dog. I don't want y'all getting arrested. Hey, man, I did not know this. This is, this is, it's, <laughs> the world is changing. I'll put it that way. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, but thanks for your time, man. Not a problem. Not a problem. All right, cool, cool. I'm going to head back into this whole foods, man. It's getting cold out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we about to get into our next segment, man. Uh, this face segment. Yo, let's do it. Let's get into it. Hey, last show we promised y'all beets and jerk chicken, so we gonna talk about jerk chicken. Let's get into it, man. Jerk chicken is a it is a, such a guilty pleasure of mine. I, I love jerk, man. Like, I'm gonna surprise you on this one. I have not been a huge jerk chicken guy. Really. No, I know I I, I I went to a few spots and I've been disappointed. And I haven't I never had like then when I went to uh Jamaica back in two thousand nine, I had jerk chicken from Jamaica, man, and it was awesome. Mm, okay. Dude, I have I, I ever since I first tried jerk that my mom made I was like six, seven years old, I have fallen in love with it. It's like when I first tried I was like, man, how come y'all do it like this? Wait a minute. Miss Ray Cook Jerk? Yes. Very well. What? Very well, yep. I, yeah, I knew she could throw down in the kitchen, but I didn't know she was cooking y'all jerk chicken. Yeah, she made us jerk. I remember I remember we were still living on 83rd and May. And it was, uh-huh. it was my first time trying it. I was just like, man, like you need to make it like this all the time. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why are you 
still say it all the time. <laughs> Why are you frying and baking it when you can do this? Like, this, right. this is on a whole other level. Wow, wow. So you've been so basically it started with your mom. So so my question is, what jerk chicken spots have pretty much matched or even exceeded, if possible, your mom's recipe? Well, no jerk chicken has, has exceeded it. Okay. It, okay. Uh, gotcha. My mom, because my mom uses, you know, you know how some of these joints they they cheap out, they get they don't get the highest quality chicken. Um, right. Because my mom always uses the best chicken, but I have I have a. a, a, a Jerk spot, I, I've rated the best. I have one I've rated the most overrated. I have one that I've rated the worst. And I have one I want to say RIP. Oh, okay. Let me ask you a quick question. Is King Jerk going to be in any of these categories? No, sir. <laughs> Thank you, because that place, I didn't really care for it. But go ahead. All right. So, first of all, I want to say RIP to the banana, man. Um, they were on 70 Nights in Jeffrey. I first had banana leaf jerk actually at a detail. Uh, oh hi. My my brother in law, his, his he's in the nation of Islam. His mom mm-hmm. died. Okay. To, to the repast to, you know, give our condolences or whatever. And, you know, decide to fix us up a plate, man. I'm just I'm tasting the chicken and the yams and the cabbage and I'm like, oh man, where did this come from? Oh man, banana leaf they 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 owned by the brothers. They owned by the by the by the nation of Islam. Where are they at? I roll up there, man. You put on the vest, right? Dude, I should have. That corner was rough. <laughs> that corner was rough. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my father's uh, stomping ground. Dude, I pulled up. It's like it's like eight nine niggas standing around in front of the store in the corner. I'm like, man, I don't, man, I don't know about this, but I, 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 I was so hungry, man. I had such a taste for it. I was like, man, let me brave it. So, you know, I get up out the car, you know what I'm saying? I lift my shirt up, showing my piece, you know what I'm saying? They let me through, you know, they let me through. I'm like, this one's chicken, fellas. So, I get in there. Dude, half the size they don't got, okay? They don't take, they don't take that. Okay, fine. I expect to get my chicken. I found it. Excellent, excellent food. But the place shut down. It was, it was shut down by the board of health. We need to let them secure it all. Because they had two, not one, but two people finding roaches in the food. Ooh. Ooh. That bro- that's, uh, that's that's Jeffrey all the way. That's something that Jeffrey all the way. That broke my heart, man. But, you know, man, it was so rough on that corner, dude. I, I'm like, you know what? I really wasn't going to go up there too, too much more anyway. Uh, wow. Then the second joint, man. I want to say this is the worst jerk joint I've been to. It's called okay. Soul Food Jerk. It's off the corner of, of 103rd and King Drive. I'm not, I don't remember that place. It's, it's, it's relatively new, but it's whack, dude. It's so whack. I should have known something was up. Cause when I walked in there, it wasn't a soul in there. Okay. <laughs> well, I should have known better. I should have known better. He's like, hey, hey. Right. <laughs> is anybody selling, selling jerk, 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 chicken, chicken? <laughs> I should have known better, so I ordered. Some, but it, it was so close to the to the house. I was like, man, let me try it out. Okay, one day I got off work early. I'm, I'm heading back to the crib. I'm like, let me grab a bite to eat. Dude, the chicken was dry. They didn't have. Oh. Dude, I probably asked them for like three or four sides that they were out of before I settled on another. 
That is the worst. That is a black man's worst nightmare to eat dry chicken. It was dry, dude. It was and it, and the chicken, the pieces of chicken wasn't even that big. Like that was the other thing. Like I can't remember. They, I don't remember them being overly expensive, but like the chicken was dry. It was, it was small portions. I, I it, it really bugs me when y'all don't have the sides that I want. Terrible. What were the sides? Like, what were the side options? I know the first one I always ask for is yam. Okay. I got to, Which is typical. I got to have the yam. <laughs> okay. My second go-to side dish, plantain. You can't have jerk without plantain, man. It's, it's, they, just, they go together so well. Uh, my third, sure. my third uh, is usually red beans and rice or mac and cheese. Right. Man, they had none of that. I ended up selling them for cabbage. Terrible. They need to shut down. Oh, wow. Shut down. All right, now, for the most overrated person. Okay. Everyone, at least on my side of town, speaks highly. And I I have no idea why. Um, Uncle Joe's. I heard of Uncle Joe's. Everyone's telling me, Uncle Joe's, Uncle Joe's got the best jerk, blah, blah, blah. Man, dude. Okay, let me just say this: the chicken in itself is not bad. Okay, but just like just like the arrows on 87th and the Ryan, what you have to go through to get it is just not worth it. So it's one of those extra pack places where nowhere to sit. You gotta get a pop out of the pop machine. Yep. Oh, dude. Man. Pre- dude. Pregnant women working. Yep. Yep. High schoolers. Oh, come um, on, man. And, and 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 they run out of size for that quite often. <laughs> That's. Like, I, uh, I'm like, yo, man, what's up with you? Like, y'all even got it on the menu if you ain't got it, like, dude. So like, I, I y'all I need to I get was, y'all logistics together, man. <laughs> so I thought I was smart, right? So I'm like, I, I was over by 100 person visiting one day. I was like, let me call it in first, okay? Right. That way I can go in. Not have to wait. I call it in. They tell me 45 minutes. I feel that's a little long, but whatever. Okay, 45 minutes. Cool. I give them an hour. I go in there. My chicken's still not ready. You know, I waited for another 45 minutes for my chicken. Oh, my God. That's, like, a, that's like two That's two. That's two public discourses, man. Dude, that's more than two public discourses. That's, that's, like, that's like three public discourses. <laughs> that's a whole meeting. That's a midweek meeting. I'm like, yo, I called it in. Plus an elders meeting at the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I could have called it in with all in my meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible, so, dude. I ended up all together an hour and a half wait for some chicken, dude. All right. So what's your best? What's your best spot? Man, dude. Hands down best spot. And I just discovered it maybe like a year and a half ago. Hands down, best jerk spot, in my opinion. Park Island Jerk on 95th and Harvard. Okay. Shout out, shout out to Sister Martin in my congregation for putting me on to this place. Like, she was like, man, you looking for some good jerk, Brother Ray? I was like, yeah. Man, try them. Tell, tell, tell them, film a sentence. Shout out to Sister Martin. She wanted to pioneer sisters in the congregation. Um, uh, she's actually Brother McDowell's sister as well. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shouts out to the McDowell's. Dude, that jerk, that season. They, dude, they, they service you on like a bed. A bed. A mattress. Red beans. 
Um, mm. Always have they stop. Dude, yams on the It's like they sprinkle cinnamon and crack on these on the yams. <laughs> cinnamon and crack. <laughs> these yams are so good. They always have yams. They always have plantains. Plantains are fried to perfection. Uh, you, you don't have to ask for extra sauce. They throw sauce up in there. And I kid you not. I, I love the sauce. I kid you not. I have never waited longer than five minutes for my jersey. You don't have to call in. They take debit. Yeah, That's dope. They have a parking lot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hands down. Park Island Jersey. Check them out. 95th of Harvard. Right across the street from the Lowe's home. Man. Check them out. I'm writing that down right now. So whenever I'm on that out that way, Park Island Jerk, right? Yeah, 95th and Harvard. 95th and Harvard. All right, cool, cool. I got that down. So yeah, I because here's the thing: I'm not a big jerk. You know, I, I haven't been to a lot of jerk places, but I want to go to the best one. And, and and when you recommend the best one, I'm gonna go to. And they have jerk taco. And, and and people always talk about that jerk taco place on the west side with the jerk tacos. Have you ever had that place? Um, Victor and them were big on it. Victor and Javon them was big on that spot. I've had them somewhere. Like someone had their stuff. So I was at someone's house. And they had it. And mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't remember being blown away by it. Right. They were blown away by it. But I like I said I've never had it either. But I'm gonna try that place out. I'm gonna definitely if I'm over that way. Actually, my uh, half sister lives over there, out that way. So I'm, I'm not a fan of like food hybrids, man. Like, like you gonna take jerk and you gonna take tacos and combine it. Like, yo, man, give me give me jerk or give me tacos, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to, you know. You ain't trying to combine the, th- the two. I'm not trying to create no Frankenstein food here, man. <laughs> Just do one thing really well. Like, like. Just do it. Yep. Yep. I, I'm 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 with that. If you're a wing spot, do wings. Don't don't try to make burgers or try to make gyros. Like just <laughs> if you're a wings place, I want to go there to eat good wings. I don't want to. And you know what? I'm gonna throw this in here too, man. Because I, I, you know, even though I'm not a jerk connoisseur like yourself, I know good jerk when I taste it, and I know bad jerk when I taste it. And I'm tired of these wing spots with these fake jerk recipes. You know, they'll have the, the honey barbecue. They had the Parmesan garlic. They got the uh, the lemon pepper flavor. And then they have the, oh, the jerk Caribbean flavor. It's like, and you eat it, it, it tastes nothing like jerk at all. Yeah, it, it's like, sometimes it's like semi-sweet. And then they, you can yeah. like a bunch of spices and just do like a bunch of oregano and black pepper and just do it on there. Like, Man, that's not jerk, man. That's not jerk at all. That's... <laughs> That's, uh, they perpetrate, that's, man. That's beef. That's that what? That's beef. That's beef. <laughs> <That's B-sheep. laughs> Not true. <laughs> so, but man, so y'all heard it here first, man. Park Island Jerk. Go grab it if you haven't. I know I am. So whenever I'm on, on the south side, I'm going to check it out. So we're going to go to our awards. I'm going to be handing out some awards this week. <laughs> uh, starting off with the You Played Yourself Award. And I'm giving that award to Josh Gordon of the New England Patriots. Man, oh man. When I think Josh Gordon, I think of Stephen A. Smith saying these exact words. Stay off the weed. 
So I don't know if you heard it, it reports to say he had he, he's going to step away from football to focus on mental health. That was the first report that came out. Then five hours later, a report came out that the NFL suspended him indefinitely for substance abuse. This is his, I think, fourth time being disciplined, and it might probably be the last. This will be the last time you'll ever see Josh Gordon in NFL from this point. Likes, and I'm going to quote Stephen A. again. I've never seen a nickel bag worth a million dollars. That's that's a good way to put it, man. That's a good way to put it. Hey, what a way to throw away your career. Josh Gordon was one of the most talented wide receivers that I've seen. I I, I compared him to T.O. when he first came in the league. because He had the same build as T.O. and and can, can break tackles and get yards after the catch. And that first year with the with the orange helmets, this man was putting up 200 yard games receiving. I thought this dude could have been one of the go down as one of the greatest of all time. And this man just kept smoking weed and finding his way out of the league. And the Browns finally gave up on him. The Patriots decided to take a chance on him and. He had some okay games here and there with the Patriots, but you can tell, man, he just wasn't there. He showed he was showing up late to practice sometimes. He was just doing a lot of dumb stuff. And now you out of the league for good, man. What's wrong with you, dude? You're making all this money. You're talented. Come on, man. You played yourself, dog. This, this, you get this award. Yeah, yeah. This is what we call a teachable moment. Yeah. So I mean, if you're a professional athlete or you're an athlete on the come up man leave that weed alone man it's only gonna it's gonna leave you broke man at the end of the day leave those dudes off the street <laughs> it's not worth hey it. man put down the two for five man put down the t- <laughs> put down those two for fives trying to get two for fives you know what i'm saying if you, if you work at walmart or target man go ahead man knock yourself out but like right but you in the nfl you got, you got a you got the break of a life and yeah, going for that man. Yeah, terrible. Um, do you do you got to play yourself award, or are we gonna go to the next award? I have the essence of Otis award. Let's go. Essence of Otis is a fragrance for those special moments <sighs> when nobody came to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They, I love it. Go also, ahead, man. They're also our new sponsor. Of the show, yes, yes, yes. So we have to plug. Hit us up on Anchor. Yep, yep, yeah. Hit us up. Hit us up. We got plenty in stock, man. <laughs> plenty in stock. I got a whole, I got a factory full of them. Um, and and you know what you do with them? You don't spray it. At these, see, with these essences, you don't spray them on yourself. You spray them on people that you ain't got time for. <laughs> exactly. All right, I have to give the Essence of Otis Award to the NBA referees. Oh, they they have been on a tear lately, just ruining games. <laughs> I think I already know where you're going with this. players handing out texts for nothing. And one of these NBA refs had the audacity to give the GOAT, Lance Stevenson, a technical foul for playing the air guitar after he made a three <laughs> You, I saw that. What are you doing? I saw that. What are you doing? So like, bogus. You can't celebrate no more? Like, how are you going to do the GOAT like that? It, it, it's, it's, 
you know, and it's, it's, it's been a really disturbing trend that's really been cranking up the past couple of months. Um, and these refs don't know what they're doing. They're ruining games. And at the end of the day, nobody came to see y'all. We came to see the players. Let the players play. Let them celebrate after they hit a three. You know what I'm saying? Let them play defense. Let them give out hard fouls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, stop ruining the game, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm going to throw this one on top of that. Did you see the travel violation that James Harden got away with? That's the other thing. That's the other thing. Come on, man. Come That's on. The- NBA, I thought y'all had it together on this traveling thing, man. Y'all y'all letting y'all guards down. You know, and then, but then they, they hitting other people with tax for nothing. Exactly. I don't know if you saw this. this I saw this meme of uh, James Harden step, double step back. <laughs> When they did the double, they did a live version of him double step back in on Ricky Rubio. And when he did the second step back, that should have been called a travel. They showed him landing in Italy. Then they t- showed him step back again. He was in Tokyo. <laughs> Dude, <it's> so funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm going to send it to you if I catch it. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, dude, I need it. I hope that makes Shaq and crew. I don't know if they, he had it yesterday, but uh, that was terrible. My my essence of Otis um, fragrance will be handed and sprayed upon Dwight Howard. And the reason why I'm spraying it on Dwight Howard is because this man had the nerve to come out and say that the 12 and 20 Washington Wizards can win a championship. Has Dwight Howard played any this year? I don't even know. Bruh. Do, do you see it? Do you see the product that's on the court? Do you know that John Wall's not going to be there by the trade deadline, right? And he shouldn't you, be. You, they, they need to blow that up. They need to blow that up. Yeah, like they just—they tried to put a bandaid on their situation by getting Trevor Ariza, which that's still—that's that, not a Trevor Ariza's not going to save the Washington Wizards. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't even know why they—they they took that deal. Like, like, yeah, Trevor Ariza ain't no like game changer like that. Like, yeah, he's a top. No, no, that dude, the Houston Rockets just dropped 26 threes on them the other I night. Saw that. I saw that. With Trevor Ariza on the team. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Like Dwight Howard, man, get yourself back together. Get yourself in shape for the season. Stop talking. You're never going to win a championship, bro, unless you ride somebody's coattail, whether it's Lance Stevenson or the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Shut up. Sit down. I don't even think Nobody come to see you, man. He never wanted it. He, I, he said that when he was in, with Houston. No, oh, it's not a big deal if I don't win a championship. When he said that, dude, I lost all respect for Dwight Howard. I... I there's nothing he can do from that point on that's going to win me. I, I mean, I never was a Dwight Howard fan to begin with. I, I thought he, I, I felt like his career should have been so ten times better than what it is now. Uh, but, dude, Dwight Howard, nobody's coming to see you, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, we have a new award to give out, and it's going to be presented by. Yours truly, Ian Ray. <laughs> if you uh, if you like bringing home the groceries, <laughs> you're gonna like this award. All right, man. This award 
new award that we thought of is called the Cuddy Award. This award <laughs> recognizes the balls with the balls right? Yes. But boss moves. You, you just, just the ultimate boss move, man. Like, like knocking somebody down a flight of stairs after you just pay their girlfriend money. <laughs> And then pull a gun out on him and put it in his mouth. It's just like, you can't get no more boss than that. Oh, man. So, this week's boss, uh, I'm sorry, this week's Cuddy Award goes to none other than Michael Jordan for throwing upside the head of one of his players after a bad play on the side. <laughs> Not once, but twice. I tried to be a friend. <laughs> Oh, man, I saw that. I watched that so many times. I didn't even see the play that precipitated it, but I take it it was a ball-head play. Michael Jordan, I don't think nobody saw it. Michael Jordan saw this dude, and he, dude is trying to explain his case, man, and Michael Jordan just had enough and just went upside his head. And I'm like, bravo, man. Bravo. That's- Malik Monk is the player. Yeah, Monk. Malik Monk, he's in his second season. Former Kentucky player. Man, dude, players need that, man. Play- Part of the reason players are so sensitive like like the Bulls roster is is because they never had no OG over them growing up to, to check. Yeah, you know what I mean. You stupid! I'm gonna go outside your head now. Right. And the Charlotte Hornets are playing really good basketball this year. Like Mike's Mike's got them headed the right direction. Don't screw this up, man. You know, with, with these young guys, man, everything's a joke. Everything's a game. You know what I'm saying? You offer a little criticism. Oh, he's mean to me. I don't like that. I'm going to complain to the Players Association. Like, like man, oh, up, man. Man up. Y'all getting paid millions of dollars to get out there and play a game. Stop right. And it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's a generational thing, but, man, like, I, I think it is. I think it is. These 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 young kids don't want to work hard. They just they just think because they're talented and can pick up a basketball and dribble it that that the world owes them something and it doesn't. You know, I like you know Malik and I like Malik Monk. He's a very talented. I actually wanted the Bulls to draft him uh, back in the uh, a couple of drafts ago, but uh, you know he, he's under the right toolage with Mike. Man, and, you know, listen to Mike. Get your act together, man. But yeah, I, I, I agree with that award, man. That I mean, Michael Jordan's the boss, period, dog. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You get this Cuddy Award, and 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 Mike can do the wobble, man. I don't know if you saw the. Uh... I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. In a, in, a, in, a, in a black leather blazer. In a black leather blazer, he's in there. He's on that desk, like get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he was getting great wedding song. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That gets everybody on the dance floor, man. Uh, Quick, quick Michael Jordan story before we end our 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 show. I was at the Common concert back in the mid two thousands. Was Common and De La Soul, and Michael Jordan was there, man. He was in the VIP section, and Common had put the high the spotlight on him, and everybody looked up, and, and he was there, surrounded by nothing but females. He was drunk as a skunk and he was dancing from that point on in the concert no one was paying attention to comment everybody was rocking with mike it was amazing oh, wow. dude amazing night amazing night 
I told my wife, I'm like, man, we party with Michael Jordan. I didn't get a chance to see him play live, but I got to tell you, I, I can I can put that on wax that I party with Michael Jordan. Man. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> get in there. <laughs> get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, big girl, bag it up. <laughs> bag it up. <laughs> Uh, we gonna have to, we don't have our female listeners uh, start dancing in our set in a second. <laughs> All right, so uh, last but not least, man, vibes of the week. We're gonna do a little something different. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you what's your next the, the um, next format for your vibes and stuff uh, podcast episode. But are you doing hip hop albums yet? Not on the next episode, but probably the episode after that this week. Okay. This week will be our vibes and stuff awards where we award the best and worst. That's right, the awards. Yes, I I, I put in my votes. I'm sorry. I, 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 how quickly I forgot. <laughs> thanks, thanks, shout out to all the people out there who got got their ballot in on time. <laughs> it was blowing my phone up. He's like, man, man, put these ballots in, man. He started putting all caps. I'm like, man, let me, let me go ahead, man. <laughs> let me stop playing around. <laughs> Hey man, we have some we have some terrible uh, nominees leading the polls, man. Oh man, don't tell me that, dude. But, but, but it's all good now. We just the, the, the votes trickled in. The votes trickled in. Okay, all right, cool, cool. I'm looking forward to that show. Uh, well, we, well, what I'll do then is we won't. We'll have our hip hop uh, albums in my Whole Foods list awards. <laughs> my Whole Foods albums list. <laughs> We'll we'll do that after that show. So well, we, I mean, you know, we can, we'll, it, it's it's all good. We can we can do it for this show. I'm, I'm prepared. I got my notes. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Any notable albums that might be on this list that I probably don't know about? Um. Yeah. Yeah. What you got? Um. Well, you know what? I take that back. There might be maybe one album on here that on my list that you probably have not heard. Any surprise albums that you that hey I, I, I'm gonna look at you and say man and I'm surprised that you put this stuff. I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. All right. Cool. I doubt it. So if you don't mind, I got two honorable mentions. Go ahead. Uh, Royce the Five Nine, The Book of Ryan. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is his finest album to date, and then Pusha T Daytona. Okay. I love, they didn't make the list. I'm surprised. I love that album, but the other albums were just stronger albums. I wish I wish the push the T was a little longer. Okay. Seven tracks wasn't gotcha. enough. And like it was seven dope tracks, but like one of them I think I had already heard already. Okay. Um, it didn't quite crack the top ten. And number ten, I got Logic, Young Sinatra Four. Okay. Number nine, I got Apollo Brown and Joel Ortiz on the lead. Okay. Uh, a lot of emotional depth on that album. Number eight, I got Ghostface Killer, The Lost Tape. Okay. Thank you, Number seven, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this group. You ever heard of the Doppelgangers? No. Man, they got this album called Ah. That's, I, I kid you not, that's the name of the album. Um, dope album. Check them out. Number six, I got Eminem. You actually, you, you like the Comic Cross. I did, man. I did. I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. Number five, I have Master Ace and Marco Polo, a Brooklyn story. Mm-hmm. Highly slept on album. Number four, I have Black Dog Streams and Soft Values One. Number, man, what's going on out there? There's somebody's kid. 
Oh, number three, I have fun. You need to shut that kid up. Right. <laughs> and number three, like Trump, get that baby out of here. <laughs> number three, I have Fonte. No news is good news. No. Great album. Number two, I have Black Dog Streams of Dog Value 2. And number one, I have Jericho Jackson, which is Ill Mine and Crisis. Great. That, that is still, still amazing album. Amazing album, man. From top to bottom. Yeah. No skippables. Absolutely no skippables. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah. Um, I don't have mine listed in order, my whole foods list listed in order yet. But uh, I'm going to just rip off uh, some of the names. Um, number 10, I got Potato Head People. Mm, okay. Nick and Astros Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, Kate Trinata and Robert Glasper's Art Science Remix album. Dope album. Just, you know, from top to bottom. Michelle Indigo, Ventriloquism. I don't know if you heard it yet, but it's, it's, I've always been in it's Michelle Indigelico, whatever her name is, last name is. Uh, I've named it so many things, but I, I got that at number eight. At number seven, I got Georgia Smith, Lost and Found. Mm. Great album. Uh, and then uh, at number, uh, where am I at? Where am I at? Six? Yeah. <laughs> Six, I got uh, Charles Bradley. Black Velvet. I gotta, I gotta find that album, man. Oh my God, dude! And what are you waiting I'm for? A, Great I'm album. A huge Charles Bradley fan too, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, at number five is this cat named Jamie Isaacs. It's called Four Thirty Idler. Uh, real smooth album. Um, it's got a little choir taste to it. Uh, at number four, this one actually snuck up there. I, I was actually late to this party. But uh, have you ever heard of Sir? S I R. I have heard of Sir. What do you think of him? Um, well, I, I've heard of him. I haven't heard any of his His new album, November, is um, up there on my list at number four. That is a great album. It goes hard, dude. It's a it's a soulful album, but it's, it goes hard. Uh, at number three, at number three, I got. Uh, Cali Euclid's Isolation. Great album. It's got a nice a nice amount of features on there. Tyler Creator and even um, <laughs> even George Clinton makes an appearance, dude. So dope. So dope. Great album. At number two, at number two, I have Crogben Contoto El Mundo. At number two. Man, so what? Get number I'm, anxious, one. I'm anxious to hear what album beat out that album because you've been plugging that album all year. This album actually got plugged on Vizen stuff a couple of times from different uh, some of your co-hosts, and I think it, this album blew me away, man. The internet mind hive. Really? Yeah, hive mind, baby. Dude, that is a great album. Like it's. No MPCs, just live instrumentation. Uh, her voice is amazing for her to, you know, you, you won't see that coming from her. But uh, I thought it was an amazing album. Still, still heavy in my rotation. I, it, it's it's amazing, dude. I, I really like the production on there. 
all the tracks are, are you know the topics and discussions are good it doesn't get repetitive it, it, it's just it's just a well-crafted album and uh, a couple of honorable mentions um I'm gonna throw in uh, H-E-R or her, whatever her name is. Well, her, that's her her name. Uh, she had a uh, she had an album that came out in two sections called "I Used to Know Her." Okay, pretty dope um, album. Leon Bridges didn't make my list, but he's a dope artist. Uh, his album "Good Thing" is is a really good one, and that's about it. Those are only honorable mentions that I got. Oh, and Summer Walker, bro. Look, Summer Walker, you heard it here first, man. Okay, cool. cool. I'm not going to get fired <laughs> today. I'm not signing pink slips today. But, man. Oh, wow. Okay, Summer Walker. Yes, Summer Walker, man. Bruh, she's coming. She is coming. She is coming. That's all I got to say. Yo, Doja Cat level? Oh, man. Knocking on the door. Oh, wow. Knocking on the door. Yep. <laughs> so that's about it. That's all I got. Hey, Rock. <laughs> we, we, got a, we got a rookie of the year. <laughs> we got a rookie. That's a. Oh, yeah, definitely. She gets the rookie of the year award. She definitely gets the rookie of the year award. <laughs> well, that about wraps up the show. I got to go pay some bills, man. man same here, man. So uh, we will get together on the next one. Oh, uh, thanks for joining in. Real quick. Yes. Real quick. We don't have to do this on the next one, but closer we get to Super Bowl, I want to share on the show my oh yes my ten my ten Super Bowl party commandments. Oh, and I know, hey, hey, you got to use that Biggie instrumental for that. You know I am. You know I am. <laughs> I already got to that. So. Oh, one quick plug. I, I said Summer Walker, but I didn't say her album. The name of her album is called Last Day of Summer. So it's you know for those who are wondering. But other than that, thanks, Ian, for stopping by for the show. Absolutely. Uh, again, I got to get out of Whole Foods because I'm starting to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you on the next one. You growing some dreadlocks? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm starting to, you know, around my ball, my ball areas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can't have, I can't have no patchy dreadlocks going, man. You know, if I'm going to go dreads, I'm going to go all the way through. I'm going to go E40 with it. Tell them where to go with it, you know? <laughs> Oh, man. All right, cool, man. Cool. All right, so that about wraps it up. We'll see you on the next one. Show, peace, peace, peace.